Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. It is Thirsty Thursday, and I apologize that I didn't have this episode out last Thirsty Thursday because I was in beautiful Mexico, Cancun to be precise. And yeah, so I could have done the podcast the old school way on my phone like I used to. But, you know, I just wanted to relax and enjoy my little mini vacation. And I definitely did that. I have felt amazing since I got back on Sunday. It is just what I needed. Probably the most relaxing vacation I've ever been on just because I didn't really have too much planned. Like, don't get me wrong. I had an amazing time when I went to like Greece and got to see everything. But sometimes when you're planning so much stuff in a short amount of time, it can just stress you out and you're supposed to relax on your vacation and have a good time. So, you know, all I worried about was eating and going to the beach in the pool. And that seemed to do the trick. I feel so much better in such a good like headspace especially compared to where I was kind of like the end of 2020. Granted, I know 2020 was horrible for all of us, but definitely the rejuvenation I needed. Um, 2020 didn't start off the very best because I got sick like two days in and I thought I had COVID again. Yes, again, it was really bad, but I went and took a test and did not have COVID. So that was good. I felt better after that. So very, very grateful I did not have COVID again because I have heard you can get it again. Granted, some people are like, no, you can't, but um, I, I, I would not like to get it again. So trying to avoid that at all costs, especially if it's anything like what I experienced when I got sick like a few weeks ago. Yeah, don't sign me up for that. But anyway, let's get into this week's episode. Um, It was actually inspired by my DMs. Yes, my DMs. Um, Now, I'm kind of like a tough nut to crack because I feel like I'm usually always sort of talking to somebody. And when I say talking, I mean like dating. And as I kind of mentioned in the last episode, I'm not really in this space to be like committed to anybody, but when I'm dating someone, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to go out and date as many people as I can at one time. Um, so even though it's not like anything exclusive, I just try to be respectful. And I also don't have like the mental capacity to keep up with a ton of men as some of my fellow females can do props to you ladies, but no, I cannot keep up with multiple plates spinning. Um, don't get me wrong. Sometimes there are multiple plates spinning, but there is a limit. Everyone has a limit and usually I'm at my limit. Um, so yeah, anyway, (laughs) so the way that this episode is going to go is going to be structured like all my other episodes really. Um, But I'm going to start with like my recommendations for talking to women, both in person and online and things that will kind of like capture their attention. Um, As always, you know, this might not work 
on every single girl. Like, honestly, it's not going to work on every single girl, but you might be able to take like a few things away from this episode and hopefully it'll be able to help you. Honestly, I'm really excited about this episode. It got a lot of feedback from you guys. So I really hope that it helps even in a little way, even if it helps just you and you'll see why I mean that. Um, and then for the like last segment, like always I'll go through your feedback and give you like my opinion on your feedback and things like that. And then answer any questions or anything you guys asked. So let's jump into this week's episode. I'm really excited. All right. So let's start with how to talk to a woman online especially since we're still in a pandemic after all. Um, So first I want to say, please, for the love of God, do not start an online conversation with, hey, what's up? The only thing I can think of that is worse than that line is shoving a needle directly into my eyeball. That is really dramatic, but like, I don't know, not one female or one person, I was going to say woman, they're the same thing, but one person who enjoys the, Hey, what's up? Because like, you're not going to be like, Oh, my day was like horrible and dump all this stuff on them. So instead you're just going to be like, good. How about you? And like, you don't even really care. It's just this like empty conversation. So just, just don't do it. Just no. Instead, and I've said this before in my to swipe or not to swipe episode, find something on her profile or her photos and comment on that as an opener. So like, I mean, obviously I'm talking about mostly dating apps on here, but like if you follow them on Instagram, like they just posted a photo of them at the beach. Like, don't get me wrong. Please do not, you know, respond to every single thing somebody's posting because that is not going to work for you either. But, you know, if you see an opening, then use the information that she's providing you to start a conversation. Do not do, hey, what's up? Or, you know, something like so mundane. This is going to be best for dating apps because at least you can like look at her bio if she says something funny or like says she likes memes send her a funny meme but like don't start off the bat with like inappropriate things like unless she's giving you the vibes that she just wants inappropriate things then sure go ahead but like so many guys ruin things because they like throw in like little inappropriate jokes and it's just like you ruined things before they even started like so yeah just you know, use your context clues, look at her profile, look at her photos and comment on something based off of that. And it's even bonus points and easier for you guys to start a conversation if it's something that you two have in common, but also don't force having something in common either. Be genuine. Like you see her post, let's see, you see her post, uh, photo that she's like watching sports like a sports game and she's a Bucks fan I'm gonna say that just because I'm in Tampa but you know 
posted it on her story or like she's at a Bucks game on her dating profile and like you also like the Bucks be like yeah go Bucks I mean I'm not a sports person so I probably used the worst example because I wouldn't know what to say to another sports person but I mean honestly flip that so say that they're a fan of a different sports team you guys both live in Tampa but they like the Cowboys so just be like, hey, like what got you in? How come you're not a Bucks fan? Like what's with the Cowboys? Are you from like Texas originally? I don't know. You can flip it multiple ways. Like just think about what you're going to say a little bit longer and I swear something good will come to you. But, you know, make it more personalized. That shows them that you took the time to like actually read their profile and like look at what they're posting rather than just like, oh, this girl's hot. Let me like send her a message. Like if she has confidence, she's going to know that she looks good. So like being like, oh, you're so beautiful. Why? That's very nice. And I'm not saying never compliment a girl. It shows that you have more substance if you can talk to her besides just, hey, what's up? And you're so beautiful, yada, yada. So that is a huge thing in my book. Also, don't be afraid to be a little mysterious and not show all your cards right off the bat. Like like I said, don't over compliment the girl or don't seem too eager to be matching with her. Like, don't be like, oh my God, like, I can't believe we matched. I like didn't even think you were real. Like I thought you were a catfish. I'm just like, that's nice. But it's also like, that's very kind of you to think I was a catfish, but it's also kind of like a weird compliment. Like it is nice. The context of it is nice, but it's just very strange. So don't get like over complimenting. Don't seem too eager to be matching with her because she's just as lucky as you are. And you have to believe that like she's just as lucky to be matching with you as you are with her. And now I don't mean to say that like don't get super cocky because that is not where you need to be. There's a fine line here between confidence and cocky. Don't even say anything about her being lucky to match with you. Don't let those words even come out of your mouth, but believe them. Just be like, wow, this girl's really pretty. Like she's interested in me, but that's, you know, she should be. I'm an interesting guy. Think this in your head. Don't like type them out. Don't say them. Don't, don't let it come out of your brain and just keep it there. But I think that will help give you a more mysterious vibe and keep you from like oversharing and being too like eager about it because you should believe that someone matching with you is just as lucky as you matching with them. Like if I match with a super hot guy, I'm not like, oh, I'm so lucky to be in his Bumble match inbox. Like, no, I'm just like, wow, this guy's really attractive. I hope we hit it off because a lot of times guys who are attractive are pretty dense. So, and that's the honest truth. And I'm sure men feel that way about attractive women too. There are plenty out there who don't have much to bring to the table besides their looks. And so that's another thing too, is I feel like guys, 
place these beautiful women on such a high pedestal because they're like, oh, I need this girl. And a lot of times it's, you know, for like to show other men that they're like worthy of a woman this beautiful. And like, guys, if that's like the case, you have some serious maturing to do because I was you. Like I wanted the hottest guy I could possibly get. So then when people saw us together, they'd be like, oh, like, look at her. She's with this guy. Like he's gorgeous. But you come to realize that yes, looks and being attracted to somebody do have some importance, but they're not everything. They shouldn't be everything or else you will just be living in this basically like hollow relationship. There are much more important things besides looks. So don't let a woman's looks make you feel inferior about what you bring to the table. Like, yeah, she's pretty, but like, don't let that intimidate you because you're giving her all this power. Granted, like, I'm a girl. I would like some power, but I don't want to ever make somebody feel less about themselves because of the way that I look. Like, that's that's not what a lot of women are going for either. And like, you just need to be confident. Show your confidence without saying it, you know, be a little bit mysterious, make her wonder like, oh, like, I wonder what he does, like, yada, yada. Like, don't be giving away too much too soon. Like, don't start being like, yeah, well, my uncle Tim, you know, he went to Mexico last week. Like, what am I going to do with that information? Like, cool. Like, should I go talk to your uncle Tim instead? Like, maybe we could talk about Mexico. Like, you just got to think before you type things out or even speak in person. And don't get me wrong. I say a lot of things before I speak. Um, So nobody's perfect. I understand that. But like, make the conversation that you're having meaningful. Take the time to like really think about what you want to say and make it meaningful rather than just like, boring conversation. So speaking of like DMs and stuff, I do want to go into dating apps. Like if she doesn't match with you, but you follow her on social media, tread lightly here. So I do get DMs like this and I'm sure other women do too, especially if you put your like social media on dating apps. So yeah, she might have come across not have come across your profile yet. So there is a possibility that, you know, you follow her on a dating or not dating app. You follow her on like Instagram or something. And yeah, maybe she hasn't come across your dating app profile yet. So she might be interested. But the hard truth is she probably has already seen your profile and swiped left. And if you come off too strong in her DMs, you will only make matters worse. So like I get these DMs all the time. They're like, hey, saw you on Bumble. Like what's up? Or like, hey, saw you on Bumble. Like figured I'd come talk to you here. And like props to them for, you know, reaching out. I do appreciate that. But it's like, the fact that you are announcing that you like found me from there, one just like shows me that you're really, really, really trying hard off the bat. And I haven't even given you any ammunition to work with here. 
Like we didn't even match. It'd be different if like we matched on Bumble and I'm just like, I do honestly suck at checking those things a lot of the time. So a lot of conversations there do go to die. But there's a difference between like matching with you and like just not starting the conversation. So you go hit me up on Instagram and then just not even like matching you at all and you're in my Instagram DMs. Now, I feel like I I don't usually say anything like mean or rude to these guys. Yeah, they might get ignored. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I'm not going to be like, leave me alone unless it's just excessive or, you know, like getting kind of like aggressive, like don't come at me aggressively. It will not end well for you. Um, like that's the one thing I just do not do. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like a, a sticky situation. Like I said, tread with caution there. The best thing you can do is yes, you can follow her, but don't go straight into her DMS. Maybe like a photo here and there. Don't like every single photo. I mean, you can, if you want, I don't think that looks bad, honestly, liking every photo that they post um, if they don't post on their feed that much. But like don't respond to every Instagram story. Like don't comment on every single picture. Yeah, you can like the pictures that she posts, but don't comment on like every single one. Like just respond like here and there. Respond to maybe a story only when you have something beneficial to add. Like don't comment on a story of her eating oatmeal and be like, oh, I also love oatmeal. Because me just even saying those words, I'm like, one, how do you even respond to that? Cool. How do you like your oatmeal? I don't even think I would be like, how do you like your oatmeal? And I feel like (laughs) of all people, I might try to like somehow spin a conversation to make somebody feel better for saying things like that because you did take your time to send me that message. But still like, don't do that. Don't comment on every single little thing. Like if you have something beneficial to add, respond to the story and get in her DMs. Don't, you know, go straight to, Hey, I found you on Bumble. Do you want to go on a date sometime? It's actually really crazy because one of my friends went on a date with this guy and we all went out one night. I was third wheeling and I check my like Instagram DM requests and he's in my DMs. Let me literally pull it up right now. He literally says, hey, Nicole, remember me? Want to go on a date? Mind you, this guy dated my friend. So I have no idea where he got the cojones from, but like, I can't see that working for him. Anyway, don't, don't do what he did you know, still keep kind of with that like mysterious vibe, you know, follow her. Don't go straight to the DMs, like some pictures, maybe comment on a story here and there. Post your own stuff too. Like if you're following her on a social media, she's going to want to see what you're doing too. And also make it, you know, intentional. Don't just post things just to post things. You know, don't post your oatmeal just because she posted some oatmeal. Like that's not going to get the response that you wanted. You know, if you go to the beach one day, post a nice beach picture, she might end up in your DMs like, oh, I'm jealous. Like, that looks gorgeous. So, like, you know, just 
take that advice. If anything, take that advice. And the last thing for how to talk to a woman online, try not to get butt hurt if things don't work out with a match or a DM slide. Like if it, if they don't match with you back, don't go find them on Instagram. Like, unless you do, like I told you, don't go do that. Or, you know, you slide in DMs and you never get a response. Don't send her another message like, well, F you, you know, biatch. Like, don't don't go there because that is when you 100% ruin your chances. When you get butt hurt, and especially if you get butt hurt and like send her evidence of you being butt hurt, you have completely and totally ruined your chances. 100%. I can say that with full confidence. No woman is going to want to talk to a guy who talks to her like that, especially just because you didn't respond to a message from them. There are literally 7.674 billion people in the world. And yes, I Googled that and can't even say it precisely. You will find the one or more than one. There's definitely more than one the one or more people that are compatible with you and the online world actually makes it a little easier for you to do that. Like whether you believe it or not, yeah, some things are harder online, but the options online are way more than when you just go out to a bar or something like you, when you go out in person, you have to rely on the universe to put that person at the same time that you're at this place and in the same place and cross paths. Like online, you can match with people from wherever and not even be there. Granted, it's, you know, you're not actually seeing them in person, but you're going off the information that they're giving you. So don't get butt hurt over the little things. Like you have to be confident in yourself and know that there is someone out there for you and you will find that person. Is it going to be on the timeline that you're creating for yourself? Probably not. That's why they say, you know, the best things come along when you least expect it. So just enjoy yourself. Don't focus on having to find somebody and it will probably work out the second that you let your guard down and stop caring so much. So moving on to how to talk to a woman in person. And now I feel like talking to a woman in person is the harder option. Many people can easily hide behind a computer screen or profile. I mean, that's how catfishes came to be. I mean, people are pretending to be other people, but very few people have the like balls to go up to somebody in person and talk to them. It's a whole different scenario. Plus, they're usually with a group of people or, you know, there's all these outlying factors that can intervene when you talk to somebody in person. So I do get where talking to a woman in person is more intimidating because it's just all around intimidating. Um, But first, I'd recommend you start by noticing social cues and like body language from the girl that you're potentially going to go talk to. Is she staring in your direction like every time you glance by? I know like when I go out, and I see a guy that I think is attractive and I wouldn't mind if he came up to speak to me, I, you know, will constantly try to like look in his direction 
and kind of give him like these cues like just by like looking at him and I look at him long enough so he sees me looking at him but you have to do it a consistent amount of time because don't get me wrong I will accidentally make contact eye contact with plenty of different people but if I'm actually wow I cannot even talk if I'm actively interested in this guy coming to talk to me and like knowing more about him I will consistently stare in his direction to try to make eye contact as much as possible to kind of give him that like, okay, yeah, you can come over here. Like I want you to, I'm kind of a horrible girl to give like advice on a lot of women because granted too, I'm the type of woman where if I see a guy that I think is cute, if he's taking too long to come talk to me, I will go talk to him. And most of the time it's just like, you're really attractive, just thought you should know, and I walk away. But so I can't really talk very much for other women, but you know, I think a good cue is that you see her like looking at you. I had this one friend and she would do this like smoldering eye thing and look at this guy and just stare at him. And any guy she did that to, he would come up to her. So if she's like staring at you, like, you know, she is like, that's usually a safe bet. Also, like, does she seem kind of closed off or her like arms folded? Like, does she seem like she's maybe a little like in a mood or, you know, most of the time if she's like really, really close to a guy, definitely like hugging on him. She probably has a boyfriend, but I go out with a lot of my guy friends too. And I know that that can like block potential suitors because I'm hanging out with my guy friends. But, um, you know, I feel like you can kind of tell when a girl's like open to wanting to talk and not, um, not really wanting to. So like seeming very closed off, like, arms folded or like back towards to you or if she looks at you and like looks away and then like you know doesn't really look at you again I would kind of take that as like okay never mind but you know if you want to shoot your shot go shoot your shot because the worst thing that they could say is no so keep that in mind um so I would say instead of like going straight up to her kind of like move yourself or your group like a little closer to her um if you know she seems available but don't talk to her just yet just move a little bit closer so one like don't get close enough where you're like eavesdropping but like maybe like if you can hear that's like bonus points because then you can hear like if they're talking about like her boyfriend or something or if they're talking about like guys or you know whatever but don't necessarily get as close where you can hear just get a little bit closer so you can still see if she's still giving you the cues like if you move a little bit closer and she's still looking at you you're you're headed in the right direction so definitely keep like noticing any cues that she's giving you. If you move a little bit closer and they seem to like move away, that's probably not a good sign. Um, if she like smiles at you or something like a positive cue that she's now giving you instead of just like staring at you, she's like smiling at you a certain way. You're probably in the clear and good to go. But just give it a little bit of time if you're really interested in talking to her. Like don't go right away. Like keep developing your research here.
And once you think it's ready, like you're ready that it's worth the effort, you're going to go shoot your shot. Do not go over and say, hey, how are you? Like I said before, honestly, remove that from your vocabulary forever. You won't miss it. You won't need it. Nobody will cry over it. Like, just don't. Just don't. Like, that's nobody wants to hear that even in person. So, yeah, just throw that, throw that away. Now, once you're talking to her and to, you know, initiate the actual conversation, you're going over there. Honestly, offering a drink is a safe bet, but you cannot be butthurt if it's just a drink. Like if you're going to be mad that you bought this girl a drink and she doesn't talk to you after like the initial whatever to get a drink, don't offer to buy her a drink. Like point blank done. Say something. If you don't want to do that, then say something like, I couldn't help but notice you. Like, what's your name? Something that isn't like, you're so beautiful, which again, is not a bad thing, but it's just not, there's no flavor in there. Like, give it a little bit of flavor without being creepy. And plus two, now you know her name at least. So if you saw her out again or something, you could be like, oh, hey, Nicole, good to see you again. But whatever you do, keep it short. Keep it short. Don't start blabbering on and on. If you're making conversation and it seems like it's going well, then ask for her number. Don't start right off the bat. If it doesn't seem to be going well, just leave it at that. And honestly, like maybe the next time she sees you out, she comes up to you. At least now you both know each other's names and you might potentially get her phone number. And I think even if it just stops at the names, like I said, if you guys see each other out, one or the other could be like, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. There are guys that I went on dates with that did not end well. But if I see them out, I'm still like, oh, hey, like, how have you been? So, you know, even if it doesn't work out then and there, you can still be cordial and who knows what could ignite later on. Like she might be going through a hard time with someone she's seeing and then the next time she sees you out of the bar, now she's like single, single and you guys can have a deeper conversation and get her number then or anything like that. So I will say the only thing better than asking her for her number is to give her your number. That is the way to go. If she's genuinely interested, she will text you. She will contact you 100%, I promise. Even if she's a shy girl, she might reach out to you with something boring like, hey, (laughs) but if you're interested in her, you might not care that much that she just reached out and said, hey. But the fact that she reached out to you shows that she's interested and that puts the ball in her court and you don't have to come off as clingy or desperate for her attention by being like, Hey, it was great meeting you. And then if she doesn't respond, you're like, Hey, like, do you want to hang out sometime? Like, and then she doesn't respond. So then it just looks like you're trying too hard. And again, you're the one going up to her talking to her at this point. Give her your number so she can put in a little bit of effort for you. I don't think guys have to put in all the effort. You made it known that you're interested. You gave her your number because you're interested. 
have her reach out to you. And then if she texts you and things are going well, you plan the date though. Don't make her plan the date. She already texted you. But that way it gives her some power and it makes her make the decision. And you don't have to come off any certain type of way. And it also helps with the key point here too is being a little bit more mysterious than you probably normally are. So that, you know, adds a little bit of mystery like, oh, why didn't she ask for my number or, you know, things like that. So, or yeah, like, you know, you know what I mean? Just have that element of confidence and mystery and don't make it deeper than it has to be. Keep it short, simple, give compliments, but in a more, you know, interesting, non-typical way. And most importantly, I want to end this segment with what I think is the most important takeaway here from both talking to women online and in person is don't get mad if it doesn't work out. If I got super mad every time things didn't work out with a guy, I would be a bona fide serial killer. (laughs) Like they would have a Netflix documentary on me and how I killed all these guys because they made me mad because things didn't work out the way that I wanted them to. And another way to try to get rid of that too is just not have crazy expectations. Like don't expect this girl you're sliding in her DMs to become your next wife. Like just shoot your shot. And if it happens, cool. If it doesn't, cool. Like you'll move on and get over it. Like, does it suck when like things don't work out that you want to? Yes. Will you get over it? Yes. I think men get so hung up on women because they think they will never get a chance with another one or, you know, the next girl's not going to be as good or as pretty or whatever. And that's just simply not true. Like, even if you've never dated anyone before, you will go on a date and you can go on even more dates after that. Like, just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it never will. Just because it didn't work out with this girl doesn't mean it never will. Just because it didn't work out with a hundred girls that you've been on dates with doesn't mean it never will. So get out of that, like, mentality of getting mad if it doesn't work out, especially if you're the type of person that, like I said earlier, like sends a message with how mad you are because you are 100% going to ruin it if you're sending a message about how mad you are. Like just get over it and move on from the situation. You will be just fine. So that last segment got cut off a little bit because I was rambling, but I basically got everything across that I wanted to say. So let's jump into your feedback because it's really long and I might get cut off again. Um, I started by asking, do you feel like you struggle talking to women? And 76% said yes and 24% said no. And that is exactly why this topic got picked. I got a lot of feedback on this. And so I really hope that this episode helps you, like I said, in any way possible because I know it's intimidating and I know it's hard. The next question I asked was, what's the hardest part about talking to a woman you're interested? And this got a lot of feedback. So I'm just going to name them out randomly. The first one was not knowing what to say. And I totally get that. And hopefully I answered like this kind of question. 
um, in the last segment. But if not, like always feel free to like send me a DM on the podcast uh, Instagram or anything and I'll try to help you as best as I possibly can. The next was knowing when to not be pushy or forward. And honestly, a safe bet is if you feel like it could potentially be pushy or forward, just don't say it. Like I said, mystery is the key, especially when starting out. Like never has a man like been pushy and forward and I've been like, oh, I really want to go on a date with him. Like, no, if anything, if he's like nonchalant or like, you know, let's go like here maybe and I'll be like, okay, yeah. Like if he's a little bit more mysterious about it, that's usually better than someone being like, so when are we going on a date? So when are we going on a date? Like I've been asking you like, when are we going to go on a date? That just makes me not ever want to go on a date. So what I have to say about that is if it seems like it could be pushy or forward, just don't, don't say it. Instead, be more mysterious. Someone said the hardest part about talking to a woman you're interested in is getting their attention. And if it is that hard to get their attention, then maybe they're not necessarily the person you should be trying to get their attention. I feel like if it's like extra, extra hard, then maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Like, I don't feel like it should be that hard to get the attention of somebody who's also mutually interested in you. So, you know, you can try to shoot your shot, say something to them. If it seems like it's a dead end, call it a dead end and move on. Next is trying to be too much in your own head, trying not to be too much in your own head about it, about what it could turn into in case the few feeling isn't mutual. And I like exclamation pointed and start this one. Let me actually say it again because I ruined that whole thing. What it actually says is trying not to be too much in your own head about what it could turn into in case the feeling isn't mutual. This needs to be ingrained in every single person's mind, not just men, in everyone's mind. Like I was the type of person that like as soon as I had a few good dates with somebody, I'm like putting their last name like as my new last name, like going so far with it. And I'm like, I look back now and I was like, what the heck was I actually doing? Because that's psycho. And <laughs> like people are entitled to their own feelings. And like when things fizzled out, I'd be like bummed about it because I already just planned our whole wedding in my head. And now that like I just don't have any expectations and I just go with the flow, it's like so much easier. So just enjoy the time that you're having. And if it's meant to continue happening, it will. If it's not, then it won't. And that's the best way to be. So yeah, that is very important for everyone. Next is gauging if they're actually interested or just talking to you because they're bored. This is a horrible mentality to have. Talk to them because you want to. Don't worry about their intentions because they, if they do have bad intentions, these will come to light. You will realize this and you will move on. So don't try to decide if they're actually interested or if they're just bored. Like, you're talking to them for a reason. Like, if they are just bored, then it'll visibly. <laughs> 
I think because I'm like trying to talk so fast that I'm just blurring words together. If you are talking to them and they're actually interested, you will know. If they're not, it'll fizzle out and then you move on. So like don't have this mentality of like, oh, are they just talking to me because they're bored? One, you could actually mess up a good thing by assuming that they're just talking to you because you're bored. So stop assuming and just enjoy the time and stop stop trying to guess if they're interested or not. That's a horrible, horrible way to go. Next is deciphering friendships versus romance. And I get why you want to do this, but don't do it. Kind of like above. Yeah, there are people that will tell you if you get in the friend zone, you will never get out of the friend zone. But after working at a bridal salon and asking people, you know, how'd you meet your fiance and like yada yada, I know for a fact that getting out of the friend zone is something that is possible. A lot of people get out of the friend zone and into the wife or husband zone. Like it is a real thing. Not all do. So don't like count on it 100% that it's for sure going to happen, but it can happen. There is a reason they say romantic relationships should be built on a foundation of friendship. So even if you get friend zoned, that doesn't mean you can get out of it. I know that people will try to say differently, but don't listen to them. You never know what could happen. Crazier things have happened in life than someone getting out of the friend zone. Think about it that way. Then someone said, the hardest part about talking to a woman you're interested in is keeping the conversation flowing. This could be hard because if you're like texting, some people don't communicate over text well or, you know, like vice versa or, you know, the conversation also too doesn't have to constantly, constantly be flowing. So don't feel like just because you're not constantly talking that things aren't going very well um, because that's not necessarily the case either. So, you know, I feel like you can tell when something's like going to die out or not. So just be aware of that. But, you know, it doesn't have to keep consistently going. I feel like it doesn't normally consistently keep going unless you're two people that, you know, communicate the same way and like, like a lot of communication. Everyone's different. So just kind of gauge the quality of the conversation rather than the flow of it. Next up is the approach. It's easier once the conversation gets flowing. This could be depending on the person, though. You know, like I said, some people suck at communicating in certain ways. So don't focus on the flow of the conversation. Focus on the quality of the conversation. Um, you just have to decide ultimately, too, if you want to deal with them and their communication style or not. That's totally up to you. You don't have to put up with things like that. So if you don't like it, move on. Next up, sometimes I just say stupid stuff. We all say stupid stuff. Trust me, I say a lot of stupid stuff. But as long as it isn't like malicious stupid stuff, it shouldn't mess up a connection at all. Keep that in mind. Next is saying the right thing at the start. I don't think that like matters as much as guys think it does. Like I'm not expecting a guy right away to have all the answers or sweep me off my feet by telling me how beautiful I am. Like I said before, like just make the start of the conversation interesting in some way, like something, something not generic and boring and bland. 
that's what's most important. I don't think it's saying the right thing. I think it's what, you know, what tone you set by your opening like statement or conversation or question. Next, we have feeling like they're too good for you. Bottom line, you got to get the confidence up. That's 100% what's wrong in this situation is that you don't have the confidence. Like you are just as good as they are and you have to believe that and you have to know that deep down and you have to know what how good of a person you are. And I know who wrote this and I know you're a good person. So you have to have that confidence in yourself and know that you are a good person And if someone decides to look past that, then that's on them. That's not on you. And you move on to the next person. Next up is knowing what will make them laugh. So everybody has a different sense of humor. So this might be a little tough sometimes, but I definitely think you'll find somebody who has like the same sense of humor and you'll definitely be able to make them laugh. And even if you don't necessarily like right off the bat, once you get a little bit more comfortable with them, that could also help, you know break down some walls and you guys can, you know, laugh a little bit more than say initially. Next is getting her attention and starting and start talking without being weird or pushy. So again, if you feel like you're being weird or pushy, just don't say it. Don't send it. Like getting her attention could be like I said, like liking some of her photos or occasionally commenting on a story with something interesting or important to the story. Those are good ways to like get her attention without being pushy. Like don't send her a million messages. Don't comment on every single story of hers, you know, back to back to back. Like make it have purpose and make it, you know, something that she benefits from by knowing what you're messaging her. Next up is not looking like an idiot. And all I have to say with that is you probably don't look like an idiot at all. And who cares if someone thinks that you look like an idiot? Like the only opinion that matters about yourself is your own. So again, that's kind of like a confidence thing. Like you go up to a girl and she rejects you. Okay, who cares? Like that's one girl. That's one girl. If she's meant to be your wife, she will not reject you. So it's time to move on and find wifey who's going to love you, okay? Do that. Next is the times I do. It's the topic of the first conversation to ensure an engaging conversation. So like I said, I think and you and I talk in my DMs often too. You do a good job on creating a engaging conversation. Um, You comment on things that aren't, you know, like generic, like, oh, that's cool. Or, you know, you have some purpose behind what you say. So just keep doing that. Um, And like I said, too, just don't do it too often to girls. Um, But like I said, I think you do keep a good engaging conversation. Next is being too nice and supposedly getting friend zoned. I wrote a lot. I had to make notes so I'd make sure I say say everything and I wrote a lot for this one. Men have been confused about being nice. They see it as a bad thing. Like don't be too nice to her. Instead, you need to stay nice but don't seem as available or like I've mentioned a million times, 
seem more mysterious. Like have her ask you some questions. Don't ask her all the questions. Have her take the initiative to find out more about you. And again, the friend zone is not a bad place. It is not a place where men go to die. You will not die in the friend zone. You also have to decide if you want her in your life, even if it's as a friend, or if you don't want her in your life at all, because you can't handle being her friend, then that's fine. Like if you can't handle just being friends with her, then, you know, you just have to let her go. But if you want to actually be friends with her, if you want to still have this person in your life, then you have to be okay with being her friend. Like you're entitled to how you feel about it. So like if you can't handle being her friend, you don't have to. But she doesn't owe you anything just like you don't owe her anything. So, you know, you can't be mad at her for her decisions because it's her life. And you just have to take what you get from her and you either don't talk to her anymore and you move on, find somebody else, or you be friends with her and, you know, appreciate the friend zone. You might not get out of it. You might get out of it. But at least you'll have still have her as a person in your life. So you have to decide on that. And then the last one for this question is finding a subject we are both into for an icebreaker. And I already mentioned that that is really good when you find something that you guys both can talk about. Um, you might not always be able to do that, but sometimes if you try a more like generic-ish thing that a lot of people like, um, then that's usually like a safe bet. Like, you know, going to the beach, especially if you live around the beach or um, if you see her posting like, ice cream's her favorite dessert. Just be like, you know, I wish I had ice cream right now from blah, 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 or, you know, just do some research, find some little things. Cause I'm sure you can find something. All right. Next question was, what do you think makes a woman more likely to respond? 14% said persistence and 86% said great opener. And I would 100% agree with the 86 people that a great opener is definitely more likely to get a woman's attention and to respond to you than just persistently messaging her 24-7. All right. Next question is, what's the most intimidating part of talking to a woman? And the first one was future goals which I'm taking this as if you don't have future goals that align, then that usually kills off things pretty quickly. Um, but again, you know, everything happens for a reason. So if your future goals don't align and that's a deal breaker for you, then it was meant to break the deal. So go with it. The next person said my anxiety. And unfortunately, you know, I can't do much about that. I understand. I get pretty bad anxiety sometimes, but don't, I can't be like, don't be anxious. Um, but I think if you up your confidence a little bit, it might help with your anxiety and you'll be less, less anxious when you're talking to women. Maybe. I don't know. Anxiety is hard because sometimes it just hits you out of nowhere. The next is the fear of rejection is real. Also being introverted doesn't help at all. I knew rejection was going to be big on this one. And 
being introverted also does make it more difficult because if you're a little more extroverted, you know, you're used to talking to people, you like to talk to people. Um, but at the end of the day, if you don't shoot your shot, you'll never know. So the worst that somebody can say is no, you have to just remember all these things and remember that you are worthy. You will find someone who loves you for you. And why not take the shot and go after what you want? It might work out. Everyone just assumes the worst, but it might work out. Next is knowing how many other options, i.e. other men they likely have. And I just got to say, you have the same amount of options. And so if she chooses to talk to you, it's for a reason. And that should almost kind of make you feel like you really, in quotation marks, won the prize here. Like she's taking her time to talk to you. And even if she does have other options and even like dating other people at the same time you guys are dating, I mean, she's eventually going to have to make a choice and you could be that choice. And, you know, you also have other options. Like as a woman, I never assume that I am a man's only option. I never assume that I'm the only one that he is dating. So you shouldn't do that either. You have options just like she does. The next person said pretty. And all I have to say is you're pretty too. So don't let that intimidate you. Next is, again, rejection, which everyone acknowledges, but getting over that fear is tricky sometimes. I totally get that, but the minute you get over it, you will be so happy you did. It'll be like a whole new freaking life for you. So whatever, you know, helps you get to that point, like if that's by just going out and doing it and like asking a bunch of girls out just to get in like the swing of potentially being rejected. I mean, like the more rejected you get, the less I feel like you care about it. Like I said, I have been rejected by a lot of men and it never like, instead of like making me feel bad, it just makes me like, Oh, well, you know, on to the next one. What's worse. He can say is no, that guy already did that last night, you know, when I went out. So like kind of look at it that way rather than like this fear of like, oh God, she might say no. If she says no, she's not the one for you. So move on. Next is first getting to know them. It is intimidating when you first get to know anybody, you know, you're learning things about them and it could be things pop up that you don't necessarily like or that might not be compatible, but there's also like the good parts too. And you don't have to be a hundred percent compatible or a hundred percent like, like the same things. So, you know, try not to ruin it before it even starts by, you know, being afraid of just getting to know somebody. That's like the most exciting part is, you know, learning what makes this person unique and what makes them them. So rather look at it as an exciting thing rather than scary. Again, we have another rejection. So scroll back a few seconds and <laughs> you can listen to that again. Um, the next is the opening line. If worse comes to worse, like ask a more interesting question or like something kind of like out of the blue. That's almost like funny. Like if someone was like, if you could be a fish, what fish would you be? Like that is something that I would actually have to think about 
and would like make me laugh that I'm like sitting here pondering what fish I would be in the ocean. I mean, there's tons of options, so it's a good question. But even if it's something silly like that, like one, if she doesn't respond, then she's not fun. I'm kidding. But, you know, that's at least something that you're kind of like, hmm, (laughs) I've never thought about what fish I would be if I could be a fish. So, you know, sometimes something like really left field, but funny is good or like it's kind of generic, but, you know, saying like, where's the next place you want to travel or, you know, let's see, how do you spend your day off typically? You know, something that's just kind of like different, but not boring. The day off one's a little boring. The fish one's way better. Next is, again, rejection. So scroll back a little bit. Don't be afraid of rejection. It's a part of life. Next is what we negatively create in our own minds. Like too much this, not interested, etc. So this is very human nature of us. But I believe that everything works out for a reason. So if you feel like they aren't the one, they probably aren't the, the one. But also don't like self-sabotage something good either by being too afraid or being like super, super picky. Like, oh, she like drinks five cups of coffee a day. That's like too much. I could never date her. So like don't harp too much. Um, But if things are really bothering you about somebody, it's usually for a reason. So could be a signal to move on. (laughs) It's my go-to for this whole thing. Maybe you should just move on. Okay, next is I hate rejection slash failure at anything. Well, honey, that is sadly things that are a part of life. And they make up the like a good life too is full of rejection and failure. Like that's not anything foreign to any one person. Like every single person in this life has faced rejection and failure. And honestly, the most successful and people who enjoy life the most have probably faced more rejection and failure than most people have. But the key is that you will survive these things and grow from them and be better, but you can't avoid them entirely. You cannot avoid rejection and failure. And it's foolish to think that you can in life. The mentality of, you know, never failing or being rejected will only lead you to more rejection and failure. So you got to get out of that mindset. Like, I'm sure you've heard it from like super successful people. Like they failed multiple times before they were ever successful. So you just got to get out of that mindset. Like it's not going to do anything beneficial for you. If anything, it's going to hinder you. So get out of that. And the last thing I asked you guys is anything you want answered or added to this episode? Somebody said how to be confident in what you say. And honestly, it starts deep down, which is very cliche, but it's true. It starts with your inner confidence because the more confident you are in yourself and who you are, the less you focus on saying all the right things because it won't matter when the right person comes along because you know who you are as a person. You know if you like mess up and say like, oh, like, I don't really like this. And like, they do like, I I don't even know how to like explain it. Because like, 
no one says all the right things all the right time. Nobody at all. Anyone? No. So focusing on being more confident in yourself and knowing who you are and knowing that you will be successful in life, like just in general, and you'll be happy like with or without somebody, then the person will come along once you're, you know, fully confident in yourself because then you, it's just natural. You're genuine and people want genuine. They don't want fake. They don't want somebody that says all the right things all the right time because that's not human. It's not human of you to do. The next says women are complicated and so are men. (laughs) Then I said, and so are men. They just said women are complicated. The next is, what has been your favorite way someone has tried to take you out on a date? Honestly, I hate going for drinks for a date. I love like doing something like let's go bowling. One, because I want to beat you in bowling or let's go mini golfing because I also want to beat you in mini golfing. Um, But even like going like paddle boarding or like kayaking, just like doing something to like show that you like doing something more than drinking. Because honestly, I don't really like drinking that much. So I hate drinking dates, honestly. Or like, honestly, guys don't want to buy girls like meals, but I love food. And so like taking me to like a restaurant I haven't been before to like try something new, like love that. Love trying new things. Next is when it comes to dating apps, what's a type of opener that grabs attention? And kind of like I mentioned before, like the fish one, any like kind of random yet innocent question um, or something about the person that shows that you like read their bio or looked at their photos, like shows that you're interested in them. Things like that is going to get you further than, hey, what's up? Or, wow, you're so pretty. Or, you know, the generic boring stuff. Next is nonverbal signals or behaviors men should be aware of because sometimes I can be dense AF and kind of like I mentioned in the segment about like my personal recommendations you know just keep your eye on their you know body language and cues that they're trying to give you but honestly it can still always be 50 50 if they're interested or not so why not shoot your shot like don't be afraid shoot the shot Again, what's the worst they're going to say? No. And then the last one just says tips. And so I hope I already did that. And yeah, that some of this has helped you in some way. So I'm going to round out this segment. We'll just do a brief little little ending here. And you can go about your Thursday evening. Okay. As always, I'm going to keep this short and sweet, especially because this is a longer episode. So again, I hope this has helped you in any little way possible, but if you have any questions or anything comes up, I would like love to help you out. Shoot me a DM on the podcast Instagram and, you know, I think the main things I want you guys to take away from this is building your confidence in yourself, I think will go so far and, you know, coming off a little bit more mysterious is always a good thing. And, you know, if worse comes to worse, you get rejected. It doesn't work out. There are plenty other people out there, plenty more fish in the sea. So I know people say that and (laughs) it's again, cliche, but it's true. And, 
you don't have to settle for something that you don't really enjoy. So keep keep moving. Keep looking. Your person is out there. And I hope you guys have a fantastic Thirsty Thursday and week ahead. And I will see you in two weeks for the next episode. Toodaloo.